If you're a middle school teacher, or if you just know some middle school age kids that would love to do a free one-day virtual hackathon event in the summer, keep listening for all the details. Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast. Each episode features educators sharing their practical ideas to put more science, technology, engineering, and math into every classroom every day. For show notes and more information, visit dailystem.com. Here's your host, Chris Woods. Well, I'm so excited on today's episode of the STEM Everyday Podcast. I get to chat with Charlotte Law, and not only is she someone that created an organization together with a bunch of her friends, she's a student in high school. She just finished 11th grade. Her and her friends created Inspire to Develop, and you can find out more about it at inspire2dev.org, and all the information's in the show notes as well. You're going to be telling us about a hackathon today. I'm so excited to chat with you today, Charlotte. Welcome to the show. Hi, Chris. Thank you so much for an introduction and for <laughs> yeah. the opportunity. Yeah. And, and again, Charlotte reached out to me, her and her group. They are doing a hackathon for middle schoolers and educators. Your kids can sign up for this. You doing a STEM group or a, a, some sort of summer program or activity and you've got some middle school students or even if you're just a parent and you got to get some activities that really engage your kids this summer. We're in summer 2022. Uh, you also did it last year, Charlotte, and um, I'm sure they'll be doing it in the future as well. So tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how you came up with all this. Yeah, so as Chris said, I'm Charlotte Law, and I'm a rising senior at Doherty Valley High School, which is located in the Bay Area in California. Mm-hmm. And I came up with this because I love STEM, and I also enjoy exploring my interest in computer science and biotech. And when I was younger in middle school, I wanted to try to attend some hackathons. And I noticed that most of the hackathons were open to mostly high schoolers, college students, and industry professionals. And even though some hackathons allowed middle schoolers to join, like middle schoolers myself, we were like intimidated by our peers <laughs> and seemed very like much more experienced and knowledgeable in this right. space. And I really wanted to provide this opportunity to more like a wider demographic of students, of younger students especially, and help them, like inspire them to build and also provide a supportive environment in which they can thrive and learn and step out of their comfort zone, meet new people especially people from the opposite side of the country and work together to develop like great projects. That's awesome, Charlotte. And uh, like you mentioned, it's that inspiring aspect and you want to help these kids develop. And that's really where you kind of came up with that inspired to develop. And you're talking about hackathons and some educators and even parents are listening and maybe they're not so familiar with what a hackathon is. You want to just tell us a little bit about what that is? Yeah, definitely. So our hackathon is a one day event. And this year on August 6th, we're actually hosting one that from 9am to 4.30pm Pacific time. So how our hackathon works is that we will pair students up into teams of three or four, and then they will work together to build a project with the help of mentors and all our mentors are very supportive and knowledgeable and are willing to help out the students to develop projects and also inspire them with ideas and help them start out building a project. Since we understand some of our students, especially from our last year's hackathon, they were new to STEM and CS in general. So our mm-hmm. mentors were able to guide them, lead them on a path to find resources and start to build on a project. And we That's also awesome. will host speaker events where speakers will talk about topics in the STEM field, for example, like introduction to a coding language and et cetera. Okay. That's awesome. And so educators thinking, you know, I don't have to actually take my kids anywhere. They're all just connecting online. And and whether there's two or three kids from my own school that want to do as a team, or whether it's connecting with kids that they've never met across the country. And that's partly kind of how you and some of your friends started Inspire to Develop. 
yeah, I actually met my teammates through past organizations and events that I've been to. And one of my leadership team members, I actually met her through a hackathon that I just did a couple months ago. So it's really great to bring us all together and also give back to the community and provide this opportunity for students around the nation. And we're also ex expanding internationally to students who are in other countries other than the U.S. so they can join us in our okay. event. That's awesome. And again, educators and parents, uh, the information is all at inspire the number two dev.org. You can find out about how to sign up and, and more information and things like that. Uh, so maybe Charlotte, just talk a little bit about what are some of those things you saw last year? What were some of the things that kids did, created, were able to make during that hackathon event? Yeah, definitely. So last year, students mentioned that they were like really inspired to continue learning more about the STEM and CS field, especially after attending our hackathon. And our hackathon speaker spoke about like an introduction to Python, introduction to Java, and also some topics like how to found a nonprofit for like more older students who want to also do something similar to what I'm doing. And students built projects. It was like a really diverse range of projects. Some people did it on like like a cultural project about their own culture or mm -hmm. one Python game. So it's really broad and we really encourage our students to be creative and think outside the box and do what they want, like put their ideas into code and actually develop a meaningful project with their teammates. So we don't have a, any strict requirements on what their project can be. We really encourage them to think outside the box and make anything that they really want to make. That's cool. And, and I know a lot of kids and a lot of teachers are trying to help figure out ways to help kids look at their community and think about what is something we can do and solve in our community that is needs something, needs some help. And so uh, getting kids to to even just step out and try something like that, you know, they might not be, you know, successful in the winners of this, but have that opportunity to to try, to fail, to iterate, and then be inspired to start learning more even once the event is over. Yeah, definitely. Like many of our students, even though they're not winners, they still took out a lot from this, these events and they continue to join us in our winter event too, since they wanted to continue learning and building more projects. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you win an award or it's about like what you learn from the hackathon, the experience, the interactions with mentors and your peers. And I think that's the most important part. That's awesome, Charlotte. And, and again, I can imagine that maybe some of these kids are going to meet some friends that uh, become, you know, lifelong friendships that they can, uh, you know, learn from and keep learning with and, and keep inspiring each other to uh, keep pushing forward. And kids love creating, though. Kids love the, the STEM fields. They love designing and, and being creative. Uh, and you've kind of built that aspect into this hackathon uh, yourself, especially as a student still. What really draws kids to these kind of things and events? I think students just want to explore what they don't know. Like if they want to go into STEM topic, they want to probably start off with a hackathon so they can meet people and learn together and also join the workshops that are provided by the hackathon. So I think that's one aspect. And another aspect is like turning their ideas into reality through a project and developing something mm -hmm. and also just meeting new people and finding creative ways to implement their interests into code and hopefully like create something really meaningful and impactful in their communities. That's awesome. So again, if a kid wants to uh, sign up, whether a teacher's helping them or a parent is helping them, all the information is on the website, inspire2dev.org. But just kind of walk us through that. You know, what is it going to be required? I mean, on that day? 
Um, on that day, you should have like a computer available that can be able to connect to audio and camera, but it's not, it's like pretty optional. So mainly just have a computer ready and have like a microphone. And I think that's basically all you don't need any, don't need to purchase anything. You don't need like any like code or any knowledge. Like we really encourage students with no STEM or CS knowledge to join our events since we are tailored towards beginners as well as intermediate and advanced students. But I don't want our students to feel like intimidated since there are different categories of winners for beginners and also for advanced students. So they're not competing exactly against each other. That's and awesome. we have and we have supported mentors to guide each student through the process. So don't be afraid to tell your students to reach out, ask for help since we're here for you. Yeah. That that mentorship piece is so important for an event like this, uh, Charlotte. And and then also you mentioned you've got those uh, different kind of speakers and opportunities for students to learn a little bit more about some of those topics, right? Yeah, definitely. So our speakers for this year, we have speakers coming internationally. One is from the UK. She actually went to MIT and also Oxford for her graduate studies. And she's really prominent in the STEM space, especially for like encouraging younger girls to step into the STEM field. And she'll be speaking at our event. And we also have an app developer from Argentina. I actually met him through a previous organization as well. And it's great that he's going to be speaking at our event. So hopefully students will look forward to meeting innovators in the STEM field and especially people who are from countries other than the U.S. to see like other perspectives yeah. and interact with other people. That's really cool, Charlotte. So you and and again, your friends have, have created this. You've started this. You've, you've come up with this because you saw a need yourself saying, mm-hmm. let's make this opportunity for kids to get inspired and try and build and create. And, and I really appreciate that you know, on behalf of teachers. Uh, we look for these types of events and definitely uh, teachers check out Inspire, the number two, dev.org and find out about it. Again, happening on Saturday, August 6, 2022. And if you're listening to this podcast after that date, check out the information on the website anyway, because they're going to keep doing this, I'm sure, and finding more great ways to inspire more kids. Uh, any any other last advice for maybe just speaking to those kids that are uh, maybe on the on the border of trying it or, or maybe not quite sure to try this? Yeah, of course. I want to give some advice to students. Like if even if you have no CS knowledge or you have a little bit of CS knowledge and you want to get into this field, don't be afraid to just join events like hackathon events, join like speaker workshop events, like especially events that are tailored towards beginners, since that is a really good stepping stone to get into this field and meet people and just be exposed to all sorts of different opportunities that this field offers. And also don't be afraid to ask for help. Like during, for example, in our hackathons, our mentors are always there for you and they're really passionate and want to support students like you who are trying to get into the STEM field, wanting to learn about how to get started. Mm -hmm. So my number one piece of advice is probably just don't be afraid to ask for help and also just to join events and hackathons and go out of your comfort zone to create something. That's awesome. I really appreciate that, Charlotte. And and again, this is for uh, kids that are in middle school and even those kids just finished up middle school and heading into ninth grade. Uh, educators, find out more about it at inspire2dev.org. Get your kids signed up, get them involved and just finding those ways. And a lot of those kids, they've, they've learned about coding from their even now preschool kindergarten ages. And they've done the little bit of coding. They've done the hour of code. And these are kind of those next steps that kind of to lead to uh, some of those amazing uh, opportunities and careers and and even college and and things as well. So I really appreciate Charlotte, you joining us on the show today. Yeah, thank you, Chris, for having me. 
Yeah. And again, thank you, Charlotte Law, and uh, find out more about her group. Or if you want to help, definitely reach out to them through inspire2dev.org. Again, thanks for listening to this episode of the STEM Everyday Podcast. Uh, Check out all the great podcasts. You can find out more about them on your favorite podcast app or on dailystem.com. If you need to connect with me, head to dailystem.com. I'm always happy to help and keep up the great work, educators and parents. You're doing the most important work out there, helping to inspire that next generation of kids.